I'm going to ask you. Oh, ask me. When I say cleanse, uh-huh. what pops into your head? Oh, I try. I got to get the toxins out of my body. That's what I hear people saying. I want to get the toxins out of my body. I got to do a cleanse. Is there like a specific thing, like yeah, type juice of cleanse? cleanse yeah, they got to take a up. juice or apple cider vinegar, a shot of apple cider vinegar oh. in the morning and cayenne pepper in my water. My God, um, I knew so many people that did that. And 72-hour fast and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm saying to, that fast. They anything. tried to like hold themselves yeah. with that that cayenne pepper, vinegar, lemon juice. Yeah. Maybe it was lemon juice. Cayenne, they just they just water. don't want people to be, I think what it is is oh. they want their breath to smell so bad they don't want people to come around them. Maybe and that's like, what maybe that's it actually. The cabbage idea. the cabbage soup like like is that a diet or is that I don't know. But like there's there is <laughs> so many of these like fad cleanses Mm -hmm. you know they're like oh yeah cleanse your system you're listening to the addicted to fitness podcast brought to you by elemental training tampa now here's your hosts nick and shannon birch thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the addicted to fitness podcast we have a how-to episode for you today and what we're going to give you the 411 on is how to perform or take part in a restorative cleanse. Yes. Right? So Shannon, fresh off her Chopra health coaching classes, mm-hmm. or I would say the education. Well, I mean, I, I've been I've been a health coach now for over technically certified for over a year so i guess like you're completing the entire program fresh off that yeah i i would say that this is we we've already talked on this podcast about cleanses Mm -hmm. i've done a cleanse and now i'm really digging in deeper working with clients who also want to do cleanses Mm -hmm. and really seeing that the modern approach to cleanse is frequently attached to some sort of trendy juice diet. Oh, okay. That is incredibly unsustainable and impossible on like a modern life. So I went back to uh, ancient traditions. I went back to ancient traditions. I went back to Ayurveda and I looked at what they do and what they've done for thousands of years and emphasized. And we're going to talk about a cleanse that is achievable and is not focused on restriction, and it's actually going to help restore you versus uh, wipe you out. Well, that's good. I'm looking forward to that. But before we do that, uh, we want to take care of some housekeeping things. Uh, the first housekeeping thing is to thank you guys for listening this week and every week we're going on over, I believe seven, close to seven years on the podcast, closing in on 400 episodes. And we really uh, appreciate you guys listening each week, um, and sharing the podcast with a friend. It's super easy to do. I'm sure if some of those people are already out there have done it already, but if you haven't, all you got to do is copy the link from one of your favorite episodes and send it to a friend. That helps us spread the word about uh, Addicted to Fitness. You know what, what also helps us spread the word? Sharing. Sharing, yep. But what else besides sharing? 
Ratings and reviews. That's right. You're correct when you assume that. Uh, so, <laughs> I, was like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be put on so, the spot. So, actually, leaving a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app is a great way to uh, also spread the good word of uh, the Addicted to Fitness podcast because it makes us more discoverable. Is that the word? Discoverable. Discoverable. I think you added an extra you, D. <laughs> discoverable. Well, you're assuming that I'm like knowing these words i don't know where you're going um so yes ratings and review guys uh really appreciate it five stars only so and last but not least uh you're going to give us a follow on the instagram there we go at the addicted to fitness podcast the (laughs) atf podcast i should say the atf podcast all spelled out so now we're going to jump into the part of the podcast we know you know as training recap Okay, I didn't know if I was supposed to jump in there. No, I was so pointing I was, to the listener. You're pointing to like my my notebook. The, I was pointing <laughs> to the listener. So okay. We're going in training recaps. What is your training? How was your training this past week? Um, this weekend I slowed down a bit. I had some rough sleep nights. There was there's been a lot of wake ups. I don't do well. I've learned with wake ups. I really don't. Um, I haven't. I haven't really ever done well, I guess, but I guess now I'm just seeing how poorly my sleep is when mm-hmm. you're woken up more than once a night, you know, two, three, four times really screws me up and makes me not able to wake up in the morning. So I only got about three days in this week. I did a spin. I did um, a couple of my strengths um sessions and then I did just like gentle yoga. So I mean it was it was like a variety but not what I planned. Um and then honestly our weekend has just been so busy. Also this past week was insanely busy. Mm-hmm. So I did not have a chance to make up any of my workouts during the day cuz I was gone most days. So yeah, it's just it's it felt like it felt like a marathon all week, even though I didn't do that much training. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, How was yours? Yeah, mine was actually because I know the week prior I was got a little bit slacking, um, and but this week I was the exact opposite. I put the pedal to the metal this week, and uh, I got two really. Uh, hard jujitsu sessions in sessions, jujitsu sessions, um, and then I also was able to get two lifts in a lower body and an upper body. And unfortunately, I think the upper body lift um, may have uh, gave me some tense upper back muscles. Because then when I did jujitsu on Thursday, I got a little neck kind of torsion or cranked the wrong way so i've been dealing with some uh, rough neck issues or some uh, uh some upper back and neck issues the last couple of days and it's not feeling great but i did get a peloton in this week on friday so i got up extra early and got it done really felt good um really felt productive this week and then uh uh, really took it easy on uh, Friday and Saturday, Friday at night and Saturday, because uh, I knew I had a big something training related on Sunday, which I'm going to talk about a little later in the podcast. 
All right. So it was very productive training week, and I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Maybe give my upper back a little break, but maybe more leg focus today and see if I can have gentle jujitsu sessions this week. Gentle jujitsu <laughs> sessions. Now there's an oxymoron yeah. if I've ever heard one. All right. So talking about something that's realistic, that's we're going to talk about <laughs> uh, the, I guess, proper way. Or a, a like you said a, a cleanse that can an actual achievable cleanse for people living in modern society right now. Yeah. And even though we're living in modern society, like you said in the beginning, it might be the old ancient ways that, that we have to do it. Yes. So I'm going to ask you. Oh, ask me. When I say cleanse, uh-huh. what pops into your head? Uh, I try. I got to get the toxins out of my body. That's why I hear people saying, I want to get the toxins out of my body. I can do a cleanse. Is there like a specific thing, like yeah, type juice of cleanse? cleanse yeah, they got to take a up. juice or apple cider vinegar, a shot of apple cider vinegar oh. in the morning and cayenne pepper in my water. My God, um, I knew so many people that did that. And 72-hour fast and stuff like yeah, that. Not saying to, that fast. They anything. tried to like hold themselves yeah. with that that cayenne pepper, vinegar, Lemon juice. Yeah. Maybe it was lemon juice. They just, they just don't want people to be. I think what it is is oh. they want their breath to smell so bad they don't want people to come around them. Maybe and that's like, what, maybe that's it actually. The cabbage, idea. the cabbage soup. Like, like, is that a diet or is that, I don't know. But like, there's, there's <laughs> so many of these like fad cleanses. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh yeah, cleanse your system. And, you know, maybe it's, it's like a weight loss thing or it's it's a way to um yeah it's like lose weight look better detox. in your bi- bikini that's that's, uh, there is i, I think detox. there's more detox now yeah. like there's a lot more detox but what i wanted to talk about is really what a cleanse is i mean and i am going to go back and i'm going to reference Ayurvedic um, approach mm-hmm. and and thoughts, or you know, like why why cleansing has been around in ancient um, like medicinal purposes, why it has been a part of not just Ayurvedic medicine, but also traditional Chinese medicine cleanses are a big part too. It is a common factor that they all recognize the fact that day-to-day living does not allow for full and complete detoxification Mm -hmm. of toxins that build up in your body from food leftovers, from, from emotional leftovers, you know, just like emotional issues. Um, they can be, they can be anything like that. And even experiences, they just, they build up in your body. You carry them with you. Mm -hmm. And then you start getting symptoms, issues, inflammation. You start getting rashes. You start breaking out. You start having indigestion. You start experiencing physical symptoms because you have this buildup of toxins in your body. Like the human body is just the most beautiful machine ever. 
it's really amazing when it's working well. But especially today in our modern world, we don't help our body detox at all. You know, there's there's things you can do on a daily basis that allow your body to help detox, but we just don't. We tend to ignore and like compartmentalize until we have to deal with something. A cleanse in more traditional medicines is all meant to detox, but not just detox from a place of deprivation, but rather a detox by nourishing your body. It is like the most true and honest form of self-care because the purpose of a detox is to nourish, is to balance, and to heal in addition to detoxing. So we're using cleanse and detox in the same kind of So a cleanse, a cleanse is the experience. That's what you're doing. You're cleansing. There mm-hmm. is a cleanse aspect where you are going to not include certain items that are probably going to contribute to additional buildup. And instead, you're going to focus on things that really nourish your body because your body's able to detox. If you've got all the right parts, you know, your liver can process out a lot, Mm -hmm. like a lot. And your stomach and your lymph and everything, it's, it's made to flush out. But if you do not flush it out, it just sits there like sludge in your body. Mm. And then it causes health issues. So that is what a cleanse is really meant to do. It's not, it's not a weight loss tool. You could probably lose some, some weight just because what you're doing is you're sort of allowing your body to reset. Your body is working really hard to try to digest all of the food, emotion, and just everyday experiences of your life. And yeah, it gets tired. Your digestive system starts getting weaker. As we get older, things are a little bit more of a challenge too. Mm -hmm. So your body needs help. You need to give your body a break. Going on vacation and sipping frozen drinks and eating nachos on the beach and all that, that's not actually going to give your body the break it needs. What your body needs is it needs time with very clean foods, with very easy to digest foods, lots of hydration, and lots of meaningful self-care. So that is, in a nutshell, what I'm going to kind of outline today. Mm -hmm. So that should somebody be interested, I'm going to put the disclaimer right in the beginning here. All right, good. Before you do any cleanse, for the love of goodness, just go to your doctor. (laughs) Get the approval. Like, Uh make sure that this is something that you can do because a cleanse is a pretty significant shift no matter how you do it because you are, are... purposefully choosing not to follow your everyday pattern and 
you are going to be, you're not going to be starving yourself the way that I'm going to explain this. You are going to be consuming calories. You're going to be consuming fat. It's you're, you're going to be nourishing your body, but it's big change in detoxification for anyone who's ever gone through any sort of detox, whether it's from, you know, a particular substance or, you know, an emotional detox, mm-hmm. you, your body goes through sort of shifts. It's not a pain-free necessarily experience. Last time I did my cleanse, I think I shared, like, I felt like absolute crap on day two. Like, I was angry. I I had a headache. I was peeing, like, every 20 minutes I felt like. It was just, I just was like, my body was going through a really big shift. Mm -hmm. Yet the next day, I felt amazing. Like, the detoxification process it's not a painless, beautiful, like, you know, easy thing. If it was that easy, we'd always be doing it. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be a detox of, you know, changing your practices. It would be an everyday thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm putting out the disclaimer to make sure that you get the doctor seal of approval. Now, I don't know what doctors really have to say about cleanses. I mean, I think a lot more doctors today really see the benefits of this because they understand the basic science of your body needs support and nourishment. And what I've seen is a lot of pills and products that are supposed to like speed up the detoxification or, you know, you you have like this processed snack bar or like protein bar instead of solid food. Mm -hmm. And that's supposed to be your cleanse. You know, you have that for a week and it's supposed to cleanse your body. You, there's like, you know, like the charcoal supplements and stuff like that. People will take and say, Oh, I'm cleansing. And yet then they go out for happy hour. Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of contradictions that are out there with the kind of like, let's do it quick and easy and painless, but that's not the way that's truly going to allow your body to reset, mm-hmm. to detox. It's it's just not going to work that way. So I think there's a lot more um, positivity in the medical community about detoxing, cleansing, and like the right parameters for you. But there's there's not a whole lot of guidance. So I had a I had a client, new client, this you know, the last couple weeks ask about a cleanse, and it's why this kind of came up. Right. So what we're gonna talk about is um a three-part cleanse. Now we did talk about when to do cleanses before. Do you remember? When, when to do cleanses? Yeah. Like what time of year? Like if there's a particular time or, I mean, we talked earlier, if you're feeling, you know, the buildup of toxins, that's mm-hmm. certainly one. But do you remember when I did my last one? No. Okay, I'm glad it was memorable for Before you. the holidays or after the holidays? <laughs> it was actually... 
late spring, uh-huh. heading into summer. So, what's the significance of that? The significance of that is that cleanses are in in this kind of outlook, this practice doing cleanse during the transition of seasons is considered like a good seasonal time where your environment is going to sort of be on your side because there's already a shift and a change happening. So in Ayurveda, there's three seasons and they align with the three doshas. Mm -hmm. The two really big seasons that are included, summer is a big season. We know that impacts a lot of people in a big way and then winter, right? And then we all kind of accept that there's these transitional seasons that get you from one of those to the other. Some areas have more of those than others, right? Those transitional seasons are are good times to do these types of cleanses in short. The transitions between these big seasons particularly is ideal um, because, like I said, your environment's already shifting and changing and you're about to go into another season where your body, like the elemental sort of makeup almost, is kind of going to be shifted in a way because it's going to be different temperatures, different you know weather conditions. So those transitional seasons are actually my recommended timings. You know, you don't have to do it between the three Ayurvedic seasons. You could do it during spring and fall. Mm-hmm. And particular shifting from summer to fall and shifting from spring to summer. Those are really good times to do your cleanse. You can do them more frequently. There's, there's some people that do them more regularly. Now, how long a cleanse lasts is going to vary. Last time I did four days, and it was because I, I'd never done a cleanse before, didn't know what I was really like getting myself into. I purchased like a product, meaning like a, it was essentially a liquid mostly liquid diet. They gave Mm -hmm. me some solid foods that I could incorporate too. But I was like, I'm going to just commit to this broth, like bone broth and, um, smoothies. And it was essentially like, yeah, it was mostly vegetable smoothies, Mm -hmm. but they had, they had like hemp seed and things that, you know, there was a lot of nutrients in them. There was, there was a good amount of calories, but It was four days on that particular diet and so much liquid, like otherworldly amount of liquid. That was about all I could take last time. But in Ayurveda, the cleanse process is actually, it's a pretty detailed and someday I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. But it's also like three to four weeks long. Mm. And there's a lot of body treatments that would go along with it that your Ayurvedic practitioner would 
customized for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, cleaning inside and out, not just cleaning, but like rejuvenating, you know, putting oils back in on the skin across the body to help rehydrate and moisturize. There's just, there's so many different treatments that is, that is part of this. It's called Panchakarma. Mm. I am looking for places that do this. There are places that still do this. Um, usually it's like, I think like a week or two long retreat. Somebody to rub oil on you? Is that what you just said? These are not, no, it's not just rubbing oil on oh, you. Oh, sorry. No, just... So Ayurvedic like treatments. Gotcha. Okay. So an Ayurvedic practitioner, someone who actually um, can customize that process for you, they would put that together for you. Gotcha. But we're not going to do three to four weeks. We're going to talk about three phases that you get to choose. You can do them two days each, three days each, four days each. I wouldn't do one. I think one day for each of these is just, it's not enough. But three phases, two days to one week each. That's some guidance. Starting off, yeah. So starting off, you you should probably choose the smaller of them to, to really get into this experience because it is different. So... The three phases is a preparation phase. Preparation, instead of just jumping in and shocking your body by changing everything all at once, mm-hmm. there's a preparation phase. The cleanse phase, the actual cleanse phase, and then the what I'm going to call the revive and restore phase. Mm-hmm. So it's your, your like post-cleanse phase. So the preparation phase, and this is really critical, and this is something I did not do last time, which is probably why there was such a kind of harsh uh, day two for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was just very happy to go to bed and shut out the world after that day. Um, you have to prep your body. Like going cold turkey on anything is going to be a shock to your system emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. Preparation phase is going to be all about prepping the gut and you're going to be eating a very clean diet, which means no meats, sugar, alcohol, caffeine, what? beans, dairy, or processed foods. So, I mean, it's 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 no coffee. I'm sorry. Okay. What so can you list what you can eat? Or are you going to go into Yes, that now? absolutely. So I mean, you can still have grains, you can still have vegetables, you can still have you can put they they fruits? emphasize using yes, you can still do fruits. Okay. Yep, you can do fruits. There's still nuts. You say There's no meat? No meat. Okay. But Eggs are not included in the meat oh, category. Okay. So eggs are okay. All right. Um, and then, you know, like I feel like the alcohol, the sugar, you know, all yeah. of that, it's kind of a given. You're right. not going to add that. But natural sugars in fruits are fine. Right. You know, caramelizing something that, you know, has natural sugars in it, that's that's okay. You're actually having cooked vegetables is going to be preferred 
a lot of the time versus having raw Mm -hmm. in this clean eating phase. Like the whole point is that you want to nourish your body with lots of nutrients, but not give it congesting foods. Everybody's different. We've talked about this. Right. Right. So this is meant to be something that's going to help bring everybody back to balance, which means you have to give on some of those congestive foods. Gotcha. So those are those congestive foods. Now the hydration point is crazy important. And this is what I learned in my last one because I was drinking so much. I realized how much better your body works when you drink a lot of water and and fluids and are not dehydrated. And it all has to do with the lymph. So the lymph is, you know, it's, it's a liquid. It is a fluid, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's a fluid that's found throughout our body. It's what carries our immune system. Like it's what supports our immune system, carries white blood cells around our body. It surrounds like our internal organs, really critical. Um, it passes through skin, muscles. I mean, it's, it's the fluid in our body that keeps everything going. Here's what I didn't know. When you get dehydrated, that lymph actually gets thicker and gets sluggish Mm -hmm. so that your body can't get the things from point A to point B as quickly. And also, I mean, think about like if you are, are not hydrating enough, that just keeps getting kind of like sludgier. And it needs to flush because it's also bringing things that are toxins in the body out of the body. Mm -hmm. If it can't get out of the body, it means it's just sitting there like sludge. So hydration is super crucial in this phase because making sure that you're hydrating enough while you're also eating these clean foods, it's the first step in that sort of cleansing process you're thinning out your lymph so that it can do its job because that is what's going to actually detox your body. So doing that as a first prep step before you get to the cleanse is crucial. Never, never really like, I never really thought about that. So that's still in the preparation phase. That's the prep phase. That okay. Those two things, the clean eating and the hydration, super, super critical to prep ahead of your actual cleanse. This is also going to be a lot of the detoxifying foods, a lot of the bitter foods, the leafy green vegetables, your cruciferous vegetables. Those are great detoxifiers. You can Mm -hmm. have those, like eat them all you want. They actually, I looked up some different resources and articles and there are a bunch of recipes for cleanses. It's not like you're going to, you know, the, this whole process, it's it's not necessarily you just surviving on one thing for however many days. This prep phase, you can have warmed oatmeal cooked with bait apples and cinnamon. You can have savory oatmeal with ghee and salt and microgreens. You can have vegetable soup. You can have um, vegetable curry over rice. 
You can do stuffed squash that has rice and vegetable mixtures in it. I mean, there's, there is a lot of options, but it is definitely probably still different than most people's daily diet. So it is mm -hmm. a phase you're still going to need to prep for. Quickly moving to phase two. Phase two is not about no food. In fact, one of the most important aspects of the cleansing phase, besides clean eating, this is all about building up your digestive fire. Think about your, your digestive system as like, it's just this little campfire. When it's going really well, I mean, when it's roaring, you can eat anything you want. Mm -hmm. When it is like embers, everything feels wrong. <laughs> And your whole body kind of suffers because of it. So this whole process is meant to stoke the fire. Part of stoking the fire, though, is oleation, which is ingesting healthy oils. So this is something more, more specific to Ayurvedic cleanses. Um, Ayurvedic, um, just health in general, good oils is a really big part of of cooking and living mm -hmm. so keeping hydration in the body not just by putting like you don't put lotion on your body you would put like oil on your body but consuming oil particularly ghee although some people who don't do animal products also use like some other like plant-based oils um it actually can help carry out and like support your digestive processes. It helps restore moisture to like the internal systems as well. And it also, um, ghee in particular has, they, they really lean hard into the fact that it's got the omega-3 fatty acids. Um, it also contains Bateric? Bateric, right? That's you how you see, say it. The P? No. Oh. Bateric acid. Mm -hmm. Um, which is actually something produced uh byproduct produced in the gut, but it helps maintain a healthy intestinal wall. So like leaky gut, mm -hmm. people's leaky gut, like this is actually something I found they'll suggest you do that will actually help rebuild that intestinal wall. Um, so they also highlight, you know, there's fat-soluble vitamins, short and medium, long-chain fatty acids, but ghee helps to lubricate and soften the inside of the digestive tract um, and also really aids with absorption and regularity. So fun fact. How many times a day do you have a bowel movement? It's supposed to be after each meal. A bowel movement. A bowel movement. Um, but I think a lot of people feel victorious when they have one. <laughs> you know, like that's the sad fact. Mm -hmm. um, so ghee is really is what really is meant. So Clarified ghee, butter. No. Yes. Yes. It's no. exactly what it is. No. Yeah, you take out you take out all of the essentially um my brain just farted out on me, all of the solids. Mm -hmm. And what you're left with is 
is the the butter oils kind yeah, of right. So it's they it's not consider it up butter. <laughs> right. So you're taking out like the 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 solid parts of the butter, uh-huh. and you're just left with the oil. Um, if someone has made has tried to make like brown butter, yeah, this, this is a big thing that happens. Those solids turn like golden and sink to the bottom. Brown butter, you're cooking the solids in the butter, and gotcha. it actually tastes delightful. But <laughs> this is where you take the solids out. So gotcha. it's very easy to make. But they also sell it at Trader Joe's, everybody. Hey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Whole Foods and all that. So um, the thing that they recommend to eat as sort of your go-to uh, food is called kachari. Mm-hmm. And kachari is a combination of rice, mung beans, um, it's basmati rice, mung dal beans, and Indian seasonings. And you can also add vegetables, so like carrots, celery, um, greens. You can put all of that in there. Mm-hmm. Also ghee. So... They recommend eating kachari as your um, your lunch and dinner, and they emphasize the need to ingest some of that healthy oil. So there are, are a number of different Ayurvedic products out there where you, it's combinations of healthy oils, but you can also do ghee. Hmm. But... I actually really enjoyed when I did my juice cleanse. Well, not juice cleanse. My, what was it? It was a yeah. smoothie. It was yeah. a liquid. Every, essentially, everything was liquefied. Right, bone broths and smoothies. Yeah, yeah, smoothies. So I actually really loved the smoothie right. component. I liked that. And I would probably say it's okay to do like, a, use the right ingredients to do like a smoothie in the morning. And have your kachari for your your lunch and or some with dinner. But bone broth, dear goodness, bone broth's amazing. Is it that something is would be packed in this phase? with protein. You could do it in this phase. Okay. So you can do like and I'm I'm veering from the traditional Ayurvedic, but these are the things that in terms of supporting your body. This is what you might see in a hybrid version, you know, right. like there's there's different outlooks now. There's vegan people doing this that they're not gonna be they're not gonna be having any of the animal products. Right. They're gonna have a different plan. So there is a way of modernizing this, but the bone broths that I had, there were there was a vegan broth too that I loved, but they are are high in protein, they have great nutrients in them. I love them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I still will sometimes opt to just have a cup of bone broth. I never thought I'd be a person who could drink bone broth. Who knew? Yeah. So I would say to even try doing bone broth as your as your dinner or doing a small bowl of the kachari. There's other items you can have as well. You can still have like, you know, rice. You can still have vegetables. You don't have to do kachari if you don't want to. Right. 
But the idea is that you're giving, like, it's not a low-calorie dish. You're putting ghee in it as well. Right. It is packed with calories and vitamins, and it's incredibly easy for your body to digest. Right. So it's like you don't have teeth. Like, just think, like, you took all the teeth out of your your digestive system. It doesn't have to do a lot. It's it's like someone could gum it and it would be fine. Like your digestive system is that there. easy. <laughs> so Kachari is like if you're getting over an illness, you would probably get Kachari. Oh, that. Shit, it's like the brat diet. It's it's like the safe. It's the safe version. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but with lots of nutrients. Gotcha. So you would then move into once you get. Um, through the cleanse. And also, I won't go too much into detail for time. The cleanse, you're going to pair with a lot of self-care rituals. Meaning like you're going to dry brush. You're going to do the oil massage. You're going to, um, you're going to take time to do some meditation, some very light exercise. You are not going to keep a normal exercise and training routine during a cleanse. That's what I was going to ask. Know that. Mm-hmm. This whole process is a lot for your body. So some light yoga, restorative yoga, yin yoga, all of those would be amazing. A gentle yoga. Mm-hmm. The cleanse is where you're going to be feeling things. Probably if you've never done it before, in particular, you're going to feel things a little more challenging in the beginning. So you want to support yourself. Don't do this on the busiest week of your month or year. Like, just don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Um, don't do it if you have to be traveling or if you have to go to, like, 15 birthday parties. I'm waiting to do mine until after this, like, the rush of birthday parties that we have in the next couple of weeks. Um, so finding the right time to do this so that you really can self-care, self-care, meaning bringing you back to a place of balance, helping you find balance. So once you do that, you're in the, the last phase, the revive and restore phase, which is really focused on, you start reintegrating some of the foods that you cut out. Mm-hmm. So this would be, I'm not talking about the meat and the sugar, not not that. Come on. So in the cleanse, you are going, you are going pretty, um, you are going pretty much all the congested foods are out, right? In three, you can add some, you could add some beans. You could add a little bit of dairy. Um, You could add, you know, maybe... Maybe you have like the eggs and stuff like that. Don't grab, your body's still going to struggle with things like sugar, caffeine, meat sometimes, maybe not for you, but some people's body types would struggle with meats. Um, But you're still going to avoid alcohol, caffeine, sugar, and meats for the most part. But you can Mm. still, you can have the dairy, you can have the beans, you can reintroduce it gradually during the third phase and this is really just getting back into some of those heavier denser foods 
without, again, shocking your system. Going back to eating the same foods that you did before, that's going to be really hard for your body to deal with. Mm. And trust me, you're going to be able to taste things you never even knew were in food once you actually do a cleanse, especially if you do um, strip out, like we're saying, some of these these congestive foods. So, right. so sorry, keep going. No, I mean that's that's essentially it. Like you're you're going to still be doing lighter training. Right. Um, you're Absolutely. still going to be maintaining that, but you're you're re-entering the world. So it's it's very gradual on either end. Your actual cleanse period is shorter than you might think. And it's just supporting yourself on both sides. Hydration, huge part in all three phases to keep that up. So do you say the whole process is two to seven days or the actual cleanse? So you're only doing two to seven days in each of the three phases. Oh, okay. So you could go for a six-day total process, process, or you're looking at three weeks. Gotcha. And it's comprised the preparation the preparation phase the actual cleanse phase the cleanse phase and then revival yeah the revive and restore phase so it's like the prep the post cleanse phase nice so all of this said i know we've really gone a long time today thank you for your patience Mm -hmm. but i wanted to share it because this it's different i agree and it's really good for your body I had one question, and it's so minor detail. Yeah. And I want you to go into talking about why this is so good for your body to finish it out for today. You said mung beans are in the katachi. Is that what that thing's called? Kachari. Kachari. That's what I said. <laughs> are mung beans beans? They're they're not like regular beans. Like mung dal are like kind of. They they <laughs> split they're split beans, but um they're not considered I like mean, the, you know like mung beans, the I like mean, the, heard, the nutritional benefits of I, mung beans, Okay. Right? I just didn't know you talked about beans being off the list. Beans like the other all the other kinds. The magical like, This kind. is exactly not the ones that make you toot. Oh. Um Mung doll beans, and particularly the split, like your, it's a dry bean. The the nutritional profile of them is exceptional in terms of being very easy to digest, not contributing to what we call gastrointestinal distress, distress mm-hmm. um, or also as I like to call toots in the runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 I mean, it's just packing power. Tough. So. Thank you for answering that. Speaking of toots and runs, another follow-up question. Will this cleanse result in toots and runs? It may. Okay. There there are some side effects. <laughs> like you may experience headaches. You may feel a little bit nauseous during the process. You may see your bowel movements change significantly over the course, just depending especially how long you go. Gotcha. Um, there are also some, like, packages of supporting supplements i mean they'll say do like a psyllium husk supplement which that's gonna that's gonna make you go to the bathroom more so you may be running to the bathroom more frequently again why you want to probably be close to home Mm -hmm. not out and about like traveling to family and friends and 
Don't do business this while trips. Hiking, Don't do this while you're hiking. Nope, 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 nope. You're going to want to have a bathroom close by. All right. Check in. Done hey, done. detoxification, baby. Yeah. What so. what do you think? Where does it go? Yeah. Would you rather have it come out the other it's end? Out the outdoor. I get it. <laughs> uh, I get it. Well, that is some good information. Any other final notes? I again, I'm just gonna beat this drum. If you have certain health conditions, this may not be for you. Yeah. And certainly, like I've talked about this from an Ayurvedic health standpoint. But there are options for people with, you know, diabetes and things like that. But talk to either an Ayurvedic practitioner and or your doctor and mm. make sure you're checking all the boxes so you do this safely, responsibly for you. That's good. Great way to wrap it up. I think we give you enough information for this week's episode. We're going to table our What's Got Us Pumped the next week. Um, so guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed Shannon's explanation of a, uh, achievable, cleanse. comprehensive, restorative cleanse yeah. that you can do in can the I, world. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Would you ever do one? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you can find some, some good decaf coffee that I can drink, <laughs> then yeah, I'm down. <laughs> All right. So. Don't forget, share the podcast with a friend, ratings and reviews. Follow us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. Got anything else for him tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.